Remember the good old days before Microsoft Word had autosave? You'd type up some important document and then your computer would freeze and you'd lose hours of work just because you forgot to hit save? Well, that's what it's like going online without ExpressVPN. Every time you're connected to an unencrypted network, whether it's in an airport, a hotel, a cafe, or anywhere, your online data is not secure. Any person on that same network who knows what they're doing can gain access to your personal data. Bank logins, credit card details, passwords, all the stuff you don't want people seeing. Unfortunately, hacking has become much easier than it used to be. People don't even have to be exceptionally skilled to do it, and there's a lot of money to be made by selling your information on the dark web. ExpressVPN stops hackers from stealing your data by creating a secure, encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet. It's incredibly easy to use. Once the app is running, you literally click one button to get protected. And it works on your phone, laptop, tablet, and more, so you can stay protected on the go. I've been using ExpressVPN for a little while now, and I can rest easy knowing my info is safe and secure. I've heard horror stories of people who've been hacked, and it sounds like a massive pain to try to get any resolution in the aftermath, so I am not interested in finding out what that process is like. Secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com slash slashfilm. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash slashfilm, and you can get an extra three months free. expressvpn.com slash slashfilm. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. This year has gone by incredibly quickly, but it's always nice to pause and take stock. What's something you're proud of in 2024 so far? What's something you still want to accomplish this year? I know I'm guilty of falling into a routine and not always thinking about the bigger picture, but as the great Ferris Bueller once said, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you can miss it. So it's crucial to take a moment to celebrate your wins and make adjustments for the rest of the year. Therapy can help you contextualize your progress and set achievable goals for the next six months. As you surely know by now, it's not only for people who have experienced major trauma. Therapy is helpful in all kinds of ways, including learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. If you've been considering trying therapy, check out BetterHelp. It's fully online and was specifically designed to be flexible and customizable to your schedule. To get started, just fill out a brief questionnaire that matches you up with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Take a moment. Visit BetterHelp.com FilmDaily today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash film daily. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Slash Film Daily for Wednesday, November 17th, 2021. On today's episode, we're going to have a spoiler-filled discussion about the new trailer, Spider-Man New Way, No Way Home. I almost said New Way Home. It's new trailer for No Way Home. This is Slash Film Editorial Director Peter Soretta, and joining me on this podcast is Slash Film Senior Writer Brad Oman. Hey, that's me. So the trailer has finally hit. This has been something that people have on uh, online, I, as I coined the term, what, last week, we're chomping at the bit? No. Foaming at the bit? I said something wrong yeah, last said week. Foam, you said foaming at the bit. <laughs> yes. Well, th- people have been wanting this trailer for a long time, Brad, and it's finally been released. This is uh, the second trailer for No yes. Way Home? Yeah. Yes. Um, so if you haven't seen this, there's a link in the description to this podcast and you can go watch it and we're going to give our reaction and then we're going to go kind of like and break down a little bit and uh, give you uh, some speculation uh, and stuff like that. So first off, uh, Brad, what did you think of this trailer? Uh, honestly, I was a little disappointed because it it's very messily cut together. Uh, it, it just feels like it's they're desperately trying to preserve a lot of secrets, but they wanted to reveal like a little 
bit more about the plot and the conflict at the center of the movie, but uh, they just don't want to reveal certain aspects of it yet. And so they cut together like certain action shots and lines that they could. And because of that, it feels like the movie has a lot going on. And it's, uh, it makes me a little bit worried that maybe they're biting off more than they can chew uh, with <laughs> it, with this movie. And it's weird because like this trailer also feels like, like the second episode in a Spider-Man trailer series, because it kind of acts like, like it assumes you've seen the first trailer. Cause the way Dr. Strange talks about it is like, he's like, you know, that spell that we did where it made people forget that you're Spider-Man. It's like, well, <laughs> it, it fucked things up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I think I'm, I, I'm feeling the same way as you, Brad. I feel, I don't know if it was like, I was expecting more. I know a lot of fans out there. Um, I think it's fair to say that a lot of fans expect there to be more Spider-Men in this movie, right? Like that, that, that seems to be a thing that's like widely uh, talked about online. Oh yeah. And a lot of people expect them to appear in this trailer. And uh, <laughs> uh, my friend Neil Miller once said like, you know, I, I like to speculate about stuff. He's like, speculation's good unless it graduates into expectations. And uh, I'm wondering if it, did it graduate into expectations? Were we expecting to see more than we saw? I don't know. I will say this: the comedy doesn't seem to be on par with the, the last two Spider-Man movies. It seems like a maybe a step down with some of the jokes, like the let's Scooby do this shit. And, yeah, um, I don't. I don't even know exactly what he like he means by that because like I'm not sure what that what they'd be doing ties to Scooby Doo except. Because they, they they know who the bad guys are. Like Scooby Doo was all about like the the mystery team figuring out that the old man was the guy behind it all, and it wasn't for the meddling kid, right? Like, yeah, I guess if it's just in general, like he thinks <laughs> Scooby Doo this crap, like go find the bad guys and you know that kind of thing. But it's like you could say anything there. <laughs> yeah, um, I know a lot of people online were talking about the Peter MJ and Ned. Uh, making fun of Doc Ock's name, Otto Octavius. I thought it was so hilarious that that was his name. And it aren't comic books funny and like it's so ridiculous and stupid. And uh, I don't think it bothered me as much as it seemed to bother some people online. But I, I do understand that at, at this point in uh, where we are at with the superheroes uh, uh, film adaptations and then basically rolling uh, Hollywood. I don't think we need to make fun of the comic books anymore. Yeah, well, and plus it feels kind of out of character because, like, Spider-Man himself has seen some crazy shit, you know, since he started working with the Avengers. I mean, he, he he's friends with a guy who calls himself Doctor Strange. And sure, that's his real name, but it's, <laughs> that's that sounds way weirder than Otto Octavius. And I'm pretty sure that there was uh, a talking raccoon in the last big fight that Spider-Man had with the Avengers, so... Yeah. Maybe a, maybe a guy with that kind of name isn't quite as weird. Good points. Okay, I think we've already started to do this, but uh, let, let's get into our let's run down through the trailer and let's uh, see what we can find in here. I want to warn you that all of what follows is speculation on our part, but speculation is sometimes right. And I guess could be considered a spoiler. So if you want to buy it now, but this is just the, the ramblings of two educated uh, people who like comic book movies. So uh, if you want to also check out Ryan's 
Spider-Man No Way Home trailer breakdown, which is on the site and it's linked in the the podcast description. So you can find that there. Um, okay, let's um so at one point in this trailer early on, Doc Oct says you're flying in, out into the darkness to fight ghosts. And then Doctor Strange jumps in saying they all die fighting Spider-Man. That's their fate. Uh, so what does he mean? What does Doc Ock mean by the you're flying out into darkness to fight ghosts? Well, he basically explains it by with the line that follows up behind it where he says they, they all die fighting Spider-Man. It's their fate. So Strange has figured out that all these villains in their respective universes were about to die at the hands of uh, you know Spider-Man, essentially, even though he's not always the one responsible for their deaths you know like uh goblin accidentally kills himself because peter jumps out of the way of the glider doc ox uh sacrifices himself when he starts to take over his arms and destroy the device with the tritium that could have blown up new york so uh but they all you know um all the, all the villains you know meet their their fate and, and that doesn't really sit well with peter parker you know sending these people back uh to die which feels kind of weird to me like I guess he's a kid and maybe he doesn't see the need for like bad guys to be killed. But like, I mean, some of the villains have a bit of redemption, especially Doc Ock in their universes. And maybe that's the one that gives him pause, but like they've all done some pretty heinous shit and I'm not sure he should feel super guilty, especially since, you know, they're not in his universe. Yeah. But he's also a person that literally disappeared off the, the, out of the galaxy himself like so he I, I think he has some some complicated feelings about this right so um you know and, and you mentioned that uh, the first trailer showed us the implications of peter parker being outed as spider-man uh parker's plan to set it right uh going to with dr strange and that whole thing backfiring and then that trailer ended uh revealing doc ock this trailer is mainly focused on the villains, which makes me think that there's going to be a third trailer that focuses on the heroes, which we'll get I, to later. I don't know. I honestly, you don't know. I wouldn't count on it. Actually, I think that they're going to save that for the movie. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, but let's talk about the villains for a second here. Doc Oct looks almost exactly like what we remember him looking like, but his tentacles are now like kind of a red and gold, almost the same colors as the, uh, what's that Spider-Man suit that he has? The uh, Iron Spiders. Iron Spiders. Oh, what do you think is going on there, Brad? So his, I don't think his arms look like that when he comes back. I think that somehow during the fight, he is, is suddenly absorbs uh, Peter's nanotech Iron Spider suit, and the suit becomes part of uh, his arms. Um, that, that makes sense. That's what I was thinking. Um, let's talk about probably one of the least exciting things in this trailer is uh, the appearance of Jamie Foxx returning as Electro. I will say that I do like his upgraded suit, but he did look a very a little bit like a CG. Yeah, there's a couple shots where it's clearly a, a CG double of Jamie Foxx, which you know happens. And I think we just have to accept the track, accept the fact that a lot of times these trailers are released and the quick shots uh, that you're not meant to linger on for a long time have unfinished visual effects that are usually touched up and much better by the time the movie actually comes out. So there's a couple shots where it looks like a video game cinematic. There's a couple shots that look better. But yeah, it's a completely different Electro. He's not uh, blue and bald and glowing. He It's the yellow version of Electro. And there's even a quick shot where you see the lightning take the form of like the star-shaped mask that Electro wore in the, the, the old comics. Hmm. 
Okay, so Electro at one point uh, says, you're, you're not going to take this away from me. What is this? Do you think it's just mean him surviving? Yeah, I think probably like a second chance, you know, the, uh, uh, another, you know, opportunity to, to live and not, you know, be killed by Spider-Man or whoever. Yeah, we see Willem Dafoe uh, reprise his role as the Green Goblin. Very cool. But uh, some people haven't noticed that there's actually a second Green Goblin in this trailer. Did you did you see that? So it seems like there's a second Green Goblin because it looks somewhat different because it's not, you don't see it's dark and uh, it looks like he's not wearing a helmet. And it appears as if he has goggles and long hair, which call to mind uh, the Harry Osborn version of the Goblin that James Franco played in Spider-Man 3. Um, but it, there have been certain pieces of concept art that have leaked that have shown Willem Dafoe in a different kind of like battle-damaged version of the Green Goblin suit where he's wearing uh, goggles and there's a hood that's part of it. And I think that yeah. this is that version of the Goblin because the hood actually much like the Electro redesign uh, makes him more similar to the old comics version of Goblin that used to wear uh, a hood and cloak with the, um, his getup. Yeah. Okay. So we got Electro, we got Doc Oct, uh, we got the Green Goblin, and then we also got Sp- uh, Sandman. Sandman, uh, I think, survived Spider-Man 3? Am I yes. right on that? Yeah. Yes. But whose side is he on? Because it, it seems like here he might be on Spider-Man's team. I don't think so. It would be weird if he was like on the the actual like the physical side of the villains, but was fighting with Spider-Man because that seems like a a yeah. moment where it's like Spider-Man on one side and all the villains on that side. But mm-hmm. it does seem weird to bring Sandman into it because he kind of like backed down yeah. from the fight at the end of Spider-Man three and they kind of left on good terms, didn't they? I think. Yeah. As far as my my memory of Spider Man Three, I've tried to wipe it from my memory, but yeah, they convinced him to basically, you know, stop, and like he blew away in in the wind, never to be seen again. <laughs> Until now. Yeah. Um. Okay, so if the villains are sent back to their home worlds, they will all be killed. Well, no, no, don't forget lizards there too. Oh, the lizard, yeah, yeah, and that's from the Andrew Garfield Spider Man. Yeah, the Amazing, amazing Spider Man. Yeah, uh, and he's obviously on this team. So how many people is that? Is that That's five? Five. five. So are we going to get the, the Sinister Six? I think probably. Uh, it's just a matter of finding out who that sixth one is going to be if they actually do it. Um, I think there have been rumblings that it's it's a Vulture, Michael Keaton as Vulture, but mm. I don't know. Well, that makes sense because he has appeared in other, uh, other movies. So, okay, uh... So like I was saying, uh, we learned that if the villains are sent back to their homeworlds, they will be killed just like uh, they were going to be killed. Thus, the title, There's No Way Home. And of course, this leads to uh, this ideology clash between Peter Parker and Doctor Strange. Uh, Peter doesn't want to kill them. Strange thinks this is the only way. And this leads to a very trippy action or maybe a, a, a series of action sequences, but we see this like whole train action sequence, which I thought was pretty cool looking. Yeah, this was in the first trailer, and um, it's interesting because it made it seem like it was uh, Doctor Strange potentially like training Peter to like deal with some of the consequences of the multiverse and things becoming a little unstable. <laughs> but I, I took a, a guess um, that maybe it was Strange and Spider-Man fighting because I had thought that maybe 
when Strange did the spell that Strange himself was caught up in it and forgot that Peter Parker uh, was Spider-Man and maybe had never uh, met him. But now it's clear that it's they're fighting because Peter is trying to stop him from sending everyone back to their, their own universe. So who's the bad guy going to be in this movie? Because uh, we had originally heard rumblings that it was going to be Green Goblin was the big bad controlling these other bad uh but now there's Doctor Strange, who's also uh, opposed to Peter Parker. But I, I'm guessing in the end, he's on his side, right? Yeah, because like, clearly they're fighting together in that yeah. that, that climactic battle that happens uh, at the, the Statue of Liberty, which we'll talk about here in a second. Yeah. Uh, before we get to Statue of Liberty, uh, let's talk about the Black Spider-Man suit. What is going on there? So this looks like it's something that was... Um, it's either like a modified suit that Peter already had, like maybe the previous... Uh, suit that Tony Stark gave him before the Iron Spider suit that has been given certain qualities to wield uh, mystical energy because uh, in one of the shots that we see on uh, coming off of his wrist are like the glowing um, elements that you see when Doctor Strange is using his magic powers and also the suit itself looks like it has uh, ancient markings and, and uh, runes and, and all that on it so it's I think it's something that allows him to harness a little bit of Doctor Strange's power. That sounds about right. Uh, let's move on to the Statue of Liberty. I think this might be the site of the the third act climactic battle, yeah, or at probably. least, yeah. Uh, and Statue of Liberty seems to be under construction. She seems to be getting instead of the torch, she's going to have Captain America's shield. Is that what that was? Yeah. Did you oh. see at one point during this trailer? Uh, it actually during the battle was like this the the huge Captain America shield falls. Yeah. So, so. I, I saw something that was like circular and like, looks kind of like a flying saucer fall, but I wasn't sure exactly what it was, but that's, huh. That's interesting and kind of strange, weird. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure how you feel about that, but I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not even sure no matter how much people love the Avengers, if they, they would be <laughs> like, you know what, let's change the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what the story is behind that because they're going to have to explain it in some way. Um, okay, let's talk about, uh, I guess, the moment during during that sequence. We see MJ. She falls off the Statue of Liberty. It's echoing uh, Gwen Stacy's fall, which has been in the comics. It was in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, you know, in that movie, I think Peter tried to use his – or Spider-Man tried to use his webs to catch her and – uh, spoilers for Amazing Spider-Man 2, but uh, did not. I think she died, right? Yeah, she definitely died. Yeah, um, and she died in the comics. <laughs> mm -hmm. Spoiler for the comics. Uh, here, it seems to be going a little bit differently because Peter's not trying to use the webs. He's using his hands. It's almost like a, we're seeing instead of Spider-Man using his powers, we're seeing Peter trying to save MJ. Uh, what do you think about this, Brad? Do you think uh, some people online I saw complaining that we didn't need to see Spider-Man catching, you know, catching this uh, woman, damsel in distress falling down again. But I honestly think that there's they're playing against our what we know of this iconic imagery. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that they're going to play out the same beats again. They know that they've done that before and they don't need to do it again. And I feel like it's it's not really like a good time to like kill someone like M MJ. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I do wonder if, if somebody will die um, in this movie, but I don't know who necessarily. Yeah. I think there will be some casualties, but who, who will it be? I don't know. Um, 
Okay, so I guess we we we've been we've kind of talked around this uh, up until now, but you know, there's this uh, rumor, or there's reports that there's going to be other Spider-Men in this movie from the other uh, multiverses, so uh, possibly Tobey Maguire reprising his role, possibly Andrew Garfield reprising his role. Uh, what? Where were they? Brad, like, I, I don't know. Are, are we all supposed to, like, pretend, like, we don't all know that they're going to be in this movie? I mean, Marvel is certainly pretending that. Um, Andrew Garfield is working real hard to pretend that. Um, oh, yeah, he was asked, the, like, yesterday by someone, and he was, like, unequivocally, this is, yeah, this like, is not, not a PR. In, I'm not in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's, yeah. That's, that's fun. Um, yeah, it's uh, – so initially – uh, people noticed in the trailer that there was a um, a brief select collection of frames in that shot when you see Electro, Sandman, uh, and Lizard um, facing off with Spider-Man. And Spider-Man is jumping through like the construction area towards them. Um, and if you looked carefully at Lizard, uh, at the very tail end of the shot, it looks like he suddenly got punched by something that wasn't there. <laughs> Um, it's a, it was an invisible punch and it's pretty clear that that shot is likely going to have, uh, two more Spider-Men in it. And one of them delivers either a punch or a kick to, to lizard as they're uh, fighting towards each other. You know what, if you were joining us without ever like following the Marvel movies until today, you would think that Brad is a conspiracy theorist that like, this is insane. But Marvel has done this many times in the past. Mm-hmm. I remember, like uh, in Endgame, they completely changed the the suits that the Avengers were wearing. They had like their time travel suits. Um, what was else recently? There was some other recently thing where they they removed a character from a shot. Uh, I mean, well, this isn't recent, but um, for Captain America: Civil War, uh, all of the the airport battle shots where they showed the each team running towards each other, they removed Spider Man from. Oh yeah, the scene. yeah. So this isn't uh, unprecedented. They've they've done this regularly, um, but it seems like uh, I don't know someone slipped up. But they they did replace it in some places. I saw you say in our so, Slack. Yeah, it looks like um, at least through all of their official channels, the Sony Pictures YouTube, the Marvel Entertainment YouTube, um, and uh, the what was the other official channel? I don't know. But yeah, all the official YouTube channels that have the trailer. Uh, I went to go look back just to take another look at it, and those frames are not there at all anymore. But if you look around on Twitter and if you look at some of the other uploads from other places, it likely still still has it in there in that shot. By the way, that's so strange because as, as someone who works on YouTube with uh, the Ordinary Adventures channel, I know that YouTube does not allow you to change out a video whatsoever, no matter how big you are. If you you are Mr. Beast and you have 20 million you know subscribers, they don't let you alter your video. It will I shouldn't say that. They let you cut out uh scenes, like you can edit out stuff, but you can't like change you can't re-upload a video to replace your video. So, but I mean, Sony probably spends a lot of money with Google, so And Marvel and yeah, yeah, Sony and Marvel. Um, so yeah, uh, so yeah, I, I think it's fair to say that there's probably some Spider-Men in those scenes. And I, I, also, I've heard that the Spider-Men are a big part of this movie. 
It's not like they'd show up for like one scene. This is uh, supposedly, at least if you listen to rumors, they're they're a sizable part of this movie, uh, more than a half an hour. So, um, okay. So at one point, Doctor Strange near the end says they're starting to come through and I can't stop them. We see this like purple fracture all over around them. Is it Agatha all along, Brad? Mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure. It's a, I saw a few people saying that. What, what do you think is going to happen here? As far as like the entire finale? Yeah. Um, I I'm, mean, well, they're hinting that there's some, something's going to come through, right? Or I, I th- think part of me thinks that that moment might be something where maybe they've maybe Doctor Strange was able to get the villains back to their universe, but somehow they are able to come back and break through from their own universes back into this uh-huh. one. Um, and I think that that's the moment when they all come back that coming along with them are Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire following suit and chasing them down. Hmm. Well, okay. I, I'm very excited for this film, even though this trailer uh, kind of w- was a little bit underwhelming and it was cool to see these iconic Marvel villains from outside the MCU finally back in the MCU uh, fighting our Peter Parker. But it does feel a little overstuffed. I was talking to Ben online who is gonna was gonna join us. He, he didn't end up joining us, but uh, he he said it felt felt overstuffed to him. And I, I have to agree with Ben that it does I'm starting to worry that there might be too much going on <laughs> in this movie. And that leads us to to an article that was in GQ where Tom Holland was talking about the production of No Way Home and how chaotic it was. Brad, I know you have the quotes here. Can you can you let us know what was what was said here? Yeah, so there's a big profile on Tom Holland in GQ, and of course they talk about Spider Man. And Tom Holland revealed that uh, while they were doing, uh, I don't know if this is in development or if this while uh, while they were already shooting. But he said, quote, some people were trying to figure out whether they wanted to do it and we needed all of them or none. So I guess they were still trying to figure out whether or not they could probably get all the villains and maybe more importantly, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. And uh, this actually backs up something that I had heard um, that apparently some scenes with one of the uh, other Spider-Men might have been shot and they hadn't yet closed the deal for that to actually happen and they weren't even That's sure crazy. if they were going to be able to use it so um and, and then also on top of that initially spider-man no way home was supposed to be released after dr strange in the multiverse of madness but now uh, multiverse of madness doesn't come out until next year and i guess that forced um a bunch of rewrites for spider-man no way home to the point where the script was being rewritten almost on a daily basis um and i guess that always leads to a great movie Yeah. uh, Yeah. I mean, and that's (laughs) weird. Um, That does happen more often, I think, than you think. Uh, Maybe not so drastically. But Tom Holland said, uh, quote, you could ask the director what happens in Act 3. And his response would be, I'm still trying to figure that out. (laughs) So, (laughs) by the way, to to what you're saying, Brad, and this is in, I think, that uh, Marvel book that you recently talked about, uh, Iron Man was the same way. Yes. They were trying to figure out that movie as it was going along, especially Act 3. So, and Iron Man ended up being an incredible movie. So It did, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I guess um, 
there was constantly stuff like this happening on set, and uh, Tom Holland even talked about how uh, the ending, which he doesn't give away any spoilers, obviously, but I guess uh, in one of the moments during the final scene, uh, he says, quote, the crescendo scene like, it was like, is this really fucking happening? It's crazy. Um, but it, apparently while they were shooting, he didn't feel like it was working. Tom Holland said, quote, I kept stopping and being like, I'm so sorry. I just don't believe what I'm saying. And so John Watts said, you know what? Like, you're right. It's not, but it's, it's not you. Like the scene is wrong. And I guess they sat down and they with, had the writers. Um, they pitched what they wanted to do to the writers. They reworked the script a little bit. And then, you know, they, they were able to get the ending and that sequence how they wanted it. So hopefully it works. Yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed that it worked. This is kind of surprising to me, Brad, because usually you don't have a big actor like Tom Holland saying stuff like this before a film comes out. Usually you get this honest honesty, like, you know, years later or maybe, you know, months later after the release. But you usually don't get this kind of honesty before the movie has hit theaters. Yeah. Yeah. So um, fingers crossed. That it ended up, uh, you know, becoming more of an Iron Man than, uh, you know, an Iron Man 2, I guess. Sure. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, there, we have a ton of coverage of this on SlashFilm.com. Uh, I'll link all the articles in the show notes. Did, did you have any other final thoughts on the trailer or this no, movie? No, that's pretty much it. You know, I, I'm definitely still excited for this movie. I am worried that maybe there's too much going on and it fe- could end up being a little bit messy and convoluted. But... This idea is just too cool to like, you know, write it off and, you know, be overly worried about it, um, especially just because I don't have time to sit here and be worried about a Spider-Man movie. Uh, so I'm I'm hopefully um, optimistic. Yeah, that, that might be redundant. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still looking forward to it and hoping for the best. This just seems so big. I think is my worry is like, it seems so big. So over over stuff, not only do you have Peter Parker has been outed to the whole world. Everybody knows who he is, but now you have the sinister five, I guess, uh, coming from different multiverses. You potentially have two Spider-Man also coming from different multiverses. You have, um, Dr. Strange at odds with Peter Parker. I don't know. It just seems like a whole lot to me. So, uh, I I'm excited about it, but I, I'm, uh, you know, a little, little weary of uh, it being overstuffed. So, yeah. okay. Anyways, uh, this podcast is published every weekday on Apple, Google, Overcast, Spotify, all the popular podcast apps. Please feel free to send your feedback, questions, comments, concerns to us at Peter at And please head on over to Apple Podcasts. If you, if you like podcasts like this, take five seconds out of your day. Head, head over to our Apple Podcast page. It's linked in the show notes. Write us like a sentence saying that uh, – Brad and Peter are awesome or whatever you want to say. Uh, Tell your friends, spread the word. We'll see you tomorrow.